I would definitely try to get her as tired as I possibly could. I would try to wear her down. And once I wear her down, she'll become putty in my hands and I will pin her at will. So now the WWE has decided we are going to put some of our male athletes against our female athletes. And this lady behind me, Ronda Rousey, is one of the toughest athletes, period, the end, in the world. So, Overall, yes. Yeah, so now they say, Kurt Angle, you can wrestle in your prime. You can wrestle Ronda Rousey. What <laughs> How would you wrestle Ronda Rousey? Ronda would be tough to wrestle. Um, she doesn't have any weaknesses. Uh, the girl has it all. And um, it's amazing how quickly she caught on to pro wrestling. Uh, so uh, how would I wrestle her? I would wrestle her carefully. And uh, I, I would definitely try to get her as tired as I possibly could. I would try to wear her down. And once I wear her down, she'll become putty in my hands and I will pin her at will. Okay, all right. That's a, that's a match. I, I, actually, I would... Uh... I wouldn't mind. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Kurt Angle, <laughs> Rowdy, the baddest woman on the planet against the baddest man on the planet. <laughs> so wait a minute. Right next to her, and I wasn't going to bring this up. Is Bruno San Martino, fellow fellow Pittsburgher? Yeah. Think about what would have happened had you wrestled Bruno. Oh, Bruno! Bruno would have been tough to beat. Yeah. I mean, he had a he had a streak. Uh, when he was champion, I think it was for two thousand eight hundred days. Yeah. Uh, Bruno is the most dominating wrestler in the history of the WWF, WWE. Um, I don't know if, you know, him losing eventually uh, was a fluke. Uh, I don't know if uh, Bruno didn't lose very much in his career, maybe, you know, four or five, six times. Yeah. Uh, so I would say he's probably one of the most unbeatable wrestlers in the history of the business. So you and I'm not quite sure if I could have beaten him. To be honest. That's what I was going to ask. That's what I was going to ask. All right. Now, one guy who keeps coming back periodically and he's changed his persona. Um, he's still so dangerous, but he's changed his per persona with the cowboy hat and being very jolly about destroying everybody. And that's Brock Lesnar. You've had quite a time with uh, Brock Lesnar. What, were you ever afraid? Well, did you ever have any uh, um, fear going into the ring against Brock Lesnar? Yeah, you have to fear him all the time. I mean, if you're talking about a guy that uh, manhandles everybody he wrestles, it's Brock Lesnar. There is nobody pound for pound that is as strong as him or as athletic as Brock Lesnar. He's a dangerous individual. And the way I wrestled him is um, I would try to... Um, uh, you know, I would try to keep him uh, from hitting with me with too many suplexes. Right. Brock is master at suplexes. And uh, that's how he wears you down and that's how he beats you. And so I, I would always try to uh, counter those suplexes with suplexes of my own. And for the most part, I, I was able to do that. I beat Brock Lesnar uh, for the world championship. I believe it was at SummerSlam. Um, he did beat me at WrestleMania for the world title. So we, we went tit for tat, but Brock Lesnar is one of the best wrestlers I've ever been in the ring with. Do you find that uh, as the match progresses, as it goes longer, because I've seen this in some of his matches, that he's um, a little more vulnerable as time, because he's- Yeah, yeah, you know what? But everybody gets vulnerable. Yeah, I mean, everybody gets vulnerable when yeah. they get tired. And Brock Lesnar is not different. It's not that he's inhuman, he's a human being, and he is gonna get tired eventually.
And if you're going to say that's one of his weaknesses, um, it takes him a long time to get tired, but eventually he will get tired. So I would say it's, it's semi one of his weaknesses. Okay. Uh, one of the matches or some of the matches that I've seen that really surprised me at this guy's in-ring performance and some of the best matches I've seen you against. Yeah. Shane McMahon. Shane? Yeah, Shane McMahon. Yeah, you know, you know what? Shane is, um, he is one of the most entertaining wrestlers and he's not a full-time wrestler. He's part-time. Yeah. Uh, but whenever Shane McMahon's on the card, he's going to steal the match. He's going to steal the show. Well, you Shane McMahon is, is the biggest show stealer of anybody I've ever seen. The stunts he does in his matches are so incredible. And he's such an amazing athlete um, that, um, you know, he's able to wow the fans with everything that he does. And the crazy thing is, he's not even a wrestler. He's not a full-time wrestler. He doesn't even do it part-time. He does it every once in a while. And it's crazy how consistent he is. Yeah, yeah, because I, I remember so many of the uh, spots. You must have been surprised when you uh, wrestled with him the first time. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a tough, tough kid, too. Uh, he took quite a beating when I wrestled him at King of the Ring in 2000. And we, we both ended up in the hospital that night. Remember. And you know what's crazy is after where we're in the hospital, we're both in a wheelchair. We're dumb as hell because we're high-fiving each other and saying, no, we stole the show. Meanwhile, we're, we're here with injuries at the hospital hey. and we're nursing our injuries. And we're just so excited about the match that we were forgetting about the injuries we had. Yeah, that's what this business is all about, you know. It getting, is, yeah. Making the fans talk about that match all the time, and even the boys in the dress and girls in the dressing room, you know, just to say what a five-star match you had. Hey, as, if they talk about it forever, you know it's a classic. Yeah, well, we just talked about it, so forever it's still going on. Chad was the third, but yeah. I got to finally wrestle him. Um, I, I always wanted to wrestle him because he reminded me of me. But the, the other two are Bret Hart and um, Daniel Bryan. Chad Gable is a lot of people. <laughs> the Shusher. Yeah. Uh, Chad would have been someone that, I will tell you this, um, there are uh, three or there are two people that I never wrestled that I would have loved to have wrestled. And uh, Chad was the third. But yeah. I got to finally wrestle him. Um, I, I always wanted to wrestle him because he reminded me of me. But the, the other two are Bret Hart and um, Daniel Bryan. Okay. But Chad was on that list too in the top three. But eventually I got to wrestle him. And uh, it wasn't a very long match, but at least I got a chance to get in the ring with him. That kid is incredible. He reminds me so much of myself. He's a little bit smaller. I think that's the reason why he hasn't been pushed as much as he should have. Uh, but uh, he, he makes up for it with his intensity and his in-ring work and his uh, his technique. Yeah. One of the guys I would have loved to have seen you against is uh, Brad, Brad Rangans. You and oh, Brad, yeah. NCAA Division Three champion in wrestling. He had a great career in Minnesota. Uh, I believe um, uh, he was... Um, uh, wasn't he a promoter out there too? Yes. Yeah. Well, he brought the, a lot of the guys to Japan. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, Brad was great. I, I really would have loved to wrestle him. And he was an incredible amateur wrestler too. I believe that he won the world championships. So he, he's a he's a world champion, which is incredible. Yeah, yeah, he was he was quite a uh, a ring technician. So I'm going to hit you with two more people. One of them you just mentioned was uh, Brett the Hitman Hart. That's my official yeah. imitation voice. <laughs> um, the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be true and how would you have wrestled bret hart in your prime and in his prime of course well we would be trading off technique for technique wrestle move for wrestle move uh it would be more of a chess match because it's gonna be very difficult to beat bret hart and it's very difficult to beat kurt angle but we would have to go it would go back and forth that match would be a would, would be a seesaw match and it, it would be a humdinger and i think uh the fans would be uh Surprised at the finish because I don't think it would be a dominating finish. I think it would be a quick finish, a roll up or something like that. I don't think either one of us would uh, uh, have uh, have the um, uh, or the um, like. Uh, what am I trying to say right now? Uh, would not be dumb enough to get beat uh, <laughs> is, is the word I'm looking for, I guess. Um, and so Brett and I. Uh, it's really hard to beat either one of us, is what I'm trying to say. So it would be a chess match. No, uh, no screw job finish on that one. No screw job, but, but a quickie. All quickie. Right. And uh, uh, the other one you mentioned was um, beside Brett. You said there were three guys. Oh, jeez, uh, um, uh, why am I forgetting? Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Oh my goodness, I would have. Uh, so how would you strengths weaknesses? How would you have handled him? Daniel's weakness, his only weakness is his size. Yeah. Uh, and, but everything else, he's got it. The kid has the whole ball of wax. Um, getting in the ring with him. The, 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 the problem with Daniel, though, uh, he tends to beat himself up. A lot of his moves that he does, he bumps when he does offensive moves. Like yeah. the kick into the corner, he bumps on his back. Um, you know, he so he does beat up his body quite a bit in the wrestling matches that he has. And I'd imagine that's a tribute to why he had his neck injuries. But I think that Daniel Bryan, I would, uh, the way I would wrestle him is I would wait for him to make a mistake and capitalize. I'm impressed by this kid, and, and I understand why Vince McMahon loved him so much. He he's the he's the whole thing. He's he he has everything. He could talk. He's got a great look. He can wrestle. This kid uh, was groomed by Vince McMahon when he started, yes. and rightfully so. You keep in touch with some of this stuff that's going on. Have you seen the recent change in uh, Austin Theory? Yeah, yeah, but you know, I think that they're. I know that they're not uh, utilizing quite as much as they were when Vince was there. Is that true? It, it is, but recently now uh, he's been making since he uh, lost that Money in the Bank uh, uh, opportunity. Uh, recently, he's, there's no more selfies. He's turned into a serious competitor the past couple. Of well, weeks. yeah, and he's he's doing the Triple Threat at Survivor Series, right? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So. I, I'm impressed by this kid, and, and I understand why Vince McMahon loved him so much. He he's the he's the whole thing. He's he, he has everything. 
He could talk. He's got a great look. He can wrestle. This kid uh, was groomed by Vince McMahon when he started, yes. and rightfully so. Uh, that's what Vince McMahon did with me as well. And I think this kid has a huge future. He's going to be a dominating wrestler in the future. One of the matches, and I'm not sure if you wrestled him in TNA or, or not, uh, Bobby Lashley. Oh, yeah, Bobby, I wrestled him uh, in TNA twice. Yeah. I beat him for the world championship back then. Uh, it, and you know what? This was late in my career. This is when I was like 47, 48. And what that did is that gave me the confidence to realize that I wasn't done wrestling. I was, you know, I was getting older and I was worried about losing a step. And I had this incredible match for the world championship with Bobby Lashley. And it, it built my confidence to continue on. And that's when I made my return to the WWE. He's turned into a real monster. I mean, oh my God, I know, I know. He's uh, he's he's lurking around the U.S. title right now. But yes, yeah. That, that kid is uh, kicking butt and taking names. I've been enjoying watching him on TV. Yeah, his whole attitude is just great. I and he looks, you know, it, he looks like a wrestler. And when yeah. he's out of the ring, he dresses like uh, very, very nicely. He's like a Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. 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 He's a sharp dresser. Were you at Ric Flair's final match? Did I see you? No, unfortunately, I wasn't. I wanted to be, but I couldn't go. Okay. Uh, is there a final match yet in Kurt Angle's future? I don't think so. I had knee replacements five months ago. I'm good. I think I had a good enough career that I'm very proud of. Uh, if it does come to be, it'll probably be like a, a tag match like Ric Flair did. Uh, so that I, I don't get exposed. I hate to say it, but I'm not exactly the same wrestler I used to be. Okay. And if I did decide to have a wrestle match, it would be against younger guys that could carry me, and uh, I would make sure it'd be a tag match so I wasn't exposed. And it's hard to say this right now because I'm basically telling the fans, hey, I can't really wrestle anymore, but watch me, you know, in my next match. But I'm just telling the truth. I'm an honest person, and I'm just saying uh, I'm not like I used to be and never will be. But you know what? Maybe down the road I might do a tag match. Great. That sounds great. And I'm so glad to have you here. Where can people find you on social media? Uh, on Twitter, Real Kurt Angle. Instagram, The Real Kurt Angle. And uh, Facebook, Real Kurt Angle. Can you believe we're talking social media? Because we were. I know this is ridiculous. Before this started. <laughs> yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah we're, we're dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. By the way, what's it like working with uh, Conrad Thompson? Conrad's great. Uh, I love him. Uh, he's he's easy to work for. Um, you know, he he has great ideas. Uh, you know, he he's the one that came up with this concept of the podcast team and everything. What he's been doing with Afri shows, uh, what he did to promote Ric Flair's match. The guy's got amazing ideas and concepts, and he's he's brilliant. Yeah, and every everybody uh, likes him. He's he's a say, stay in the business. Very likable. He has no heat with anybody. So no, no, he doesn't. He's good. Well, once again, you know, I'm glad now to be part of the uh, Ed Free Shows uh, family. And I'm uh, excited too. That's great, Bill. You deserve uh, it. And we've got all my old. Uh, I don't know if I have any, but thank you for saying that. But I have all my old dozens of these old mini and regular cassette tapes back from the 70s and 80s from all the territories with me doing the after chat with people like uh, Jack Briscoe, Bruno, Fred Blassie, the Graham Wizard, everybody. Right. So you were doing the first real podcast, I'm, right? <laughs> I probably uh, the uh, he's the uh, 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 the grandfather. No, he's the pod. He's the uh, podmaster. 
the yeah. podfather. He's the podfather, yeah. Podfather, so I guess I'm the pod grandfather? <laughs> you might be, Bill. That's a good title for you, the pod grandfather. I like that. All right. And uh, uh, Kurt, thank you so much. And hopefully I'll see you one of these days uh, on the road. All yeah, right. hopefully at that free show, uh, uh, when, they, when we have the get-together uh, oh, after yeah. Shark Day. Yeah, would love I'm sure you'll be there. That would be that would be absolutely great for Bill Apter and Kurt Angle. Could I ask you to point out to the camera for a minute? We'll see you at the matches. Mm-hmm.